<laughs> we are so juvenile. Hey, at least we're not Up arguing with other. And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Hey, what's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. This is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff. On this episode, I mean, I don't, well, one, Jason, what were you trying to say when the intro started? Was it very important? Uh, it, it wasn't very important. I don't always have a lot of important things to say. But... <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I don't know. The uh, Saints-Jags game was so far away. Is there really anything left to talk about that game other than uh maybe uh jason and wesley do y'all have anything left to say <laughs> <laughs> uh i i will actually say i should have let you finish your point so i'll shut the fuck up least... jason <laughs> <laughs> see that's all you had to say that's it that's it fuck canada Exactly. And that's all the show we have for you. That's that's all the show we got. (laughs) That's what losing does, folks. Yeah. You see, now it's starting to bleed over. No. At least we're not. Podcasts are arguing with each other. And uh, I was gonna say, (laughs) at least we're not that bad. Right. We we keep our shit inside. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh God. Okay. So yeah, I mean, again, like I don't know that you need to talk about the game. Uh, we do have uh, Pickums coming up tomorrow, and we have the Saints uh, Colts preview coming up on Friday. So you don't really need to talk about that. So, do you? Do, is there really just the state of the Saints in general after the first, we'll call it mini bye week since we had Sunday off? I mean, I, the one thing I'll say about the game, and God, we didn't even James and I right after we got off, we're like we forgot to talk about the fake punt. We we that was one thing we missed, but also all the videos that have come out since that showed how many times Derek Carr missed open receivers just wasn't even looking their way. And it just the wasn't tweets that it, Michael Thomas made. It just, it adds more to what's currently going on, which is, I believe Jeff, you have it ready. I know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're now talking about, we've got, you know, uh, bad decisions by Carr over and over again. Um, you've got a bad throw, bad decision on the very last fourth down of the play on the in the whole game. Um, you've got a terrible throw to Shahid in the end zone where Shahid is wide open um, and he sees him and just overthrows him. Um, you got the there's a third down with Olave just running down the middle of the field by himself. Carr's not under pressure and doesn't even see him. Um, and then of course you got a, the, the pick six. I mean, it gets batted up in the air, but he threw it into triple coverage. Yeah. Um, and if, if I'm making, if I'm trying to make up an excuse, like it looks like he's terrified and rushing because we have the worst offensive line in football, but like, we haven't had the worst offensive line in football since week two, like the, the offensive line's not great, but they've been doing okay. He's, you know, able to stand in the pocket at least, you know, we're seeing wide open receivers. And I think we've been saying that since the the start of the season, like we, whenever we'd see plays back, we'd go, Oh, look, there's a guy wide open there. Uh, if only the offensive line had given him another second. Well, he wouldn't I mean, have seen him. Yeah. I right. Mean, <laughs> it wouldn't I, mean, happen. I mean, yeah. Like the offensive line's given him. like, there's just, there's mm-hmm. weird things going on. And we, we've had, but again, is it hammer? Is it miscommunicate? Is it, is it Olave? I mean, 
I mean, it's it looks like it's all kinds of places. I mean, I know Olave's fast. Listen, listen, we we heard in the Olave thing that where Olave tried to get blamed for not running out the route. We've had multiple people come out and say that Olave is not even supposed to be th- no matter what. He's right. not an option to be thrown to on that play. And on the play, Taysom Hill is wide open for a first down. Michael Thomas is wide open for wide open. triple of a first down way down the field. And Olave's not supposed to sprint. He's just supposed to get up the field to pull one person over. And he, yeah. he and, 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 and then he throws blame and, and then he blames Olave for it. Like, so does I, he a, just not understand that? Does he not understand the play or does everybody else not understand the play? Well, I'll tell you what it does is it makes you realize why Chris Olave reacted the way he did after that throw because he kind of just looked around at him and then turned, put it, took his helmet and walked away, didn't he? Because, well, hang on a minute, you're not even supposed to look in my direction. Well, I mean, by the way, you hit the you hit the bench with the ball, like you didn't throw it like in the white of the sideline. Um, now, I will say, Jeff, you asked the question. Rashid Shahid looks like he has been <laughs> on the wrong page a whole bunch of times, um, and. I know last year we kind of had success with Rashid Shahid by going like, here's the two plays that you're going to learn this week. Yeah. And then it was like seven games later. It's like, okay, here's the one more play we're going to learn. Rashid Shahid looks like that maybe there's miscommunication between him and Derek Carr a lot. But if we're seeing that, why aren't we throwing the ball to Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara more? And like, I don't, I mean, I guess I'll say that we threw threw the ball to Alvin Kamara, what, 11 times. So not sure if we can blame that so much yeah i mean i mean he's probably the one i mean apart from i i think the offensive line played quite well uh yeah, on thursday agreed. Night. Even, I mean, given the injury. i think they played no even without given who it was they played well well yeah. enough to win that game mm-hmm. now given who it was they played out of this world i mean yeah i would have never i, I think I, I think i said it on the i predicted this to lose because the, i just um, figured he was just just going to get ran yeah. through over and over again I mean, yeah yeah, the right the right tackle. Uh, I didn't hear his name really called once. Um, yeah. And 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 that as a as a what third string, third string tackle is uh, is is no bad thing. Here's the problem: like there, everything, there, there is no there is no solution that's not these current players figuring out a way to make it work. Because I, I saw a few people early week going, "Well, you know, we've got Taysom Hill and we've got Jameis Winston. Should we just try someone else?" Here's why you can't. Let's say let's say Jameis Winston comes in and has the greatest nine games of his career and looks good, right? Like runs the offense, we win. It, that's not impossible. But now, next year, you've got to pay Jameis Winston $25 million a year to be your starting quarterback while you pay Derek Carr $30 million to back him up. Well, so there, there isn't an option of even because the best case scenario is also a terrible scenario. Yeah. Like, if, if one of the other quarterbacks has luck, like you can't afford that. You've but got to give the game back to Derek Carr next year. But I mean, if you're trying, if you're trying to win, I mean, Dennis Allen's the problem is Dennis Allen's not going to bench Carr. I mean, he's sh- not at all. He shouldn't no. have played the first week after a shoulder injury. That really should have been Jameis. He should not have played that week and he played him. So he, that's never going to happen. But I mean, yeah, I know it would be a massive cap hit if they cut Carr after the season, but are you really going to try to f- keep forcing Carr out there? And if he keeps doing the same shit every week and the, the players just start to not like him and he keeps deflecting blame, I mean, it's just going to totally fracture your team. Is that worth the, I mean, again, look, the, I'm sure we'll get to it later. This this is on Mickey Loomis for kind of getting us in this. I mean, he went all in on Carr and this is 
what we got, and it's fucking terrible. Carr is going to be the quarterback this year and next year. I mean, they could. I need. I think you need to reconcile with reconcile to the fact that that is what's going to happen. I mean, there. Oh yeah, he is for sure. There's no way around it. He you you have he has to be your quarterback the next two years. So we're doomed. Maybe. I mean, unless 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 there's, and, and here's the deal in that. So. And I, again, this is no excuse. This is they still got to figure this shit out and be okay. But if we're just talking about that Dennis Allen is the head coach and is going to have his way of attacking football, regardless of us getting all excited about, I love our skill receivers, our skill players, and I think they might be the best in football, which is maybe dumb to say at this point with what they've shown. Dennis Allen is going to play a time of possession, defensive game, field position, punt the ball, kick field goals on fourth down. And regardless of all these awesome skill position players, we've got the wrong punter and the wrong field goal kicker to play that game this year. Because outside of the Buccaneers game, all of our games have been one-score games um, that we've lost. I mean, so in any of those games with better kickers and field goal or better punters and field goal kickers, maybe, maybe it works. But this just isn't... I mean, this ignoring that our skill players should be playing better. This also just isn't matching with this kicker and punter. And it's really hard to look at what all the problems and go the punter and kicker. Our punter is the worst punter in football our second worst in. Yeah, um, he has the least hang time of anyone in football. Um, he he is bad. He has the the most returns of anyone in football. Um, and obviously it. Listen, it really sucks that I mean I know Will Lutz started off the year missing his first field goal attempt and maybe extra point, and now he's made every single yeah pick. yeah that, that was that's, a brilliant move by her. That's uh, and again I mean I hate it because hindsight's twenty twenty, but Will Lutz was a proven commodity that you were hoping was going to improve based on he was bad last year coming off of injury and missing a season. And bad decisions, but I, 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 I think all, if, if we have Will Lutz and Thomas Morstead. I mean, is this team five and two or six and one? I mean, that I mean, More and that's likely. Like, not, I'd say they're I'm probably at least four and three. We, but we'd still don't get me wrong. We'd still suck on offense, and we'd still be really. But we would have won a whole bunch of one and one and two point games. <laughs> Just terrible. I'm not saying that that would be all better, and we'd be in line to win the Super Bowl. We'd still have some concerns, but yeah. I don't think this team is built the way a Dennis Allen team should be built. Like, because you've got to have the we've all we've spent all this money on special teams and having the right uh, you know, gunners and special teams players and all like that. And we've don't have the field goal kicker and the punter that can execute our, what is our ultimate game plan of field position and ball control. Fucking Dennis Allen, man. He's I'm sorry. He's just not. Uh, those, those are, those are his, his decisions. I'm sure he lobbied hard to bring Carr in. All this falls on him and, it, and it's turning into his, into a disaster. You know what we are right now? We're the Raiders. We're the Raiders right now. Got a lot of talent. Somehow something's not working. Like it's and it, and we're becoming dysfunctional now. Alave's trying to drive the hell as fast as he can away from this team. Getting arrested last night. It's just I. I mean I didn't have a lot of faith before, but a, as the season continues, and I believe it's going to continue to spiral. I, I just I I don't see any way that that Dennis Allen is capable of pulling them out of it. I just don't see it. I think I think this this game on Sunday will tell us quite a lot about what's going to happen for the rest of the year. 
because defeat here slip into three and five. Then we go when we play Chicago, who suddenly turned into a decent team. Um, the, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting an interesting game. I, I'm I'm like you know I'm when when we come to do uh, when we come to do our score predictions, it will shock you what I'm going to predict for the weekend. But um, you know we have to win. Yeah, well, a, a I mean, defeat this weekend, and it's 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 bad. Listen, winning winning is winning, and cures a lot of things, and gets things going the right direction. And regardless of how much, listen, I'm not saying we're good. We have sucked. We are a losing team right now. We do play the Colts, Bears, Vikings, and Falcons the next four weeks, which are also losers. <laughs> I well, they're also yeah. saying the same thing about us. No, no, I'm I'm sure we're we're yeah. listed on their schedule right now. Is oh, okay, good. We, Thank goodness yeah. we play the Saints in the next month. Um, but yeah, I defensively we're gonna be better than our defense is gonna be better than those four teams' offenses. And there's at least I mean an, an opportunity there. And I and listen, we might win those four games and still suck and then go on a losing streak. But yeah, at least I think those are teams that give us an opportunity to fix things if there's an opportunity to fix things. Or, or Jason, I'm, I'm, I'm not far off from telling you that, like, maybe it just can't be fixed. Like, it I, just, you just, there. I'm not saying burn it all down, but there's some sort of reset somewhere that needs to happen. And the fact that it terrifies me, and like I've said it on here um, about that, hey, maybe we might be a couple plays away from five and two or six and one, and maybe we are. But I'm a fucking fan that's supposed to be a homer and stupid and being like, man, we're just a couple plays, like, let's get it right. If if like Nick Underhill put that out, that if the Saints think that, Jesus Christ, like y- y'all got y'all are supposed to be smarter at football than me. <laughs> you should be watching these things going. We've got a fucking problem. Like this is bad, and we've got all these people breaking down. That our offense just looks like we got players out there running around, going like maybe I'll get open and maybe somebody will throw me the ball. And our terrible offensive line might be the part of our offense that's performing the best outside of Alvin Kamara. Like it's just it's just weird. And I'm, yeah, I, it terrified me when I read it that like, maybe the saints think this, I'm like, oh, I've been saying that, but I'm not trying to run the team. Please well, I tell mean, me that's, that's not true. Like, fire I, I mean, somebody. I, I mean, that's the, that's the kind of thing with some of these decisions they make, like, does Dennis Allen even know what the hell's going on? I, I, I don't know. I, it's just, oh man. Like, like, does he know Derek Carr's in the wrong about some of this stuff, or is he just, I don't know. We just we're inconsistent. We'll try. We'll figure it out. We'll do something. So it see it seems to me that I would have to think, and I've thought this before and never said it, but Dennis Allen would. I mean, I know he's not an offensive coach, and I don't want him to be the offensive coach. I don't want him to be responsible for what's going on offense. But it seems like when watching the games back, he'd go, "I'm a defensive coach, and if I was playing against this offense." Oh boy, I'd love for somebody to play, make those plays and miss that play and not catch that. Like it seems like he'd see see everything from the defensive side of and see the the holes that way. Kind of see it in reverse mm. and and maybe not like reverse engineer solution. I don't want him solving the offense. But seeing that there is a problem that is beyond just a couple of bad plays. Yeah, telling Pete Carmichael that all right, I've like seen if I that. played against you, I would crush you. Like, yes. it's, why, why hasn't he been like, Pete, I got to tell you, if my defense played your offense, like you wouldn't score a point because this is terrible. Like, like I've done that with employees of if I was a guest in here, instead of working with you, I would be having a terrible time and a terrible experience and would never come back here. 
because of the way you're running this shift. That's sometimes you got to have those tough conversations. And it seems like Dennis Allen is a defensive coach. Again, I don't want him fixing the offense, but to see that the, he should be able to see there's a massive problem. He now, should. again, is there somebody to hire? Is John Gruden like, nope, not doing this in midseason? Call me, call me day one is when the season ends, you know, and I'll be there through the whole offseason. I'll do it next year. Maybe, maybe they've made that call and maybe there just isn't somebody to do it. Um, I just don't have that much faith in the fact that we've already decided that fate. I, yeah. I mean, I don't have any faith in a lot of things, but man, even for as good as our defense is supposed to be, I mean, where the hell is the pass rush? We only have 13 sacks through seven games. What is, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that's a problem too. And Carl Granderson's had what? Four and a half. half. Four and a half or five of those. Yeah. And we're, we're, they're just, yeah. not, they're I mean, not, they're, the, they're, they're not doing enough. That was the frustrating runs. thing about Thursday night is until they scored that touchdown to go up 31-24, they'd moved the ball 11 yards in the entire second half. They had 11 yards on offense in the entire second half. The defense was playing absolutely lights out. And then on the one drive where you could only give up a maximum of a field goal, really, if you're thinking about it, they let him, was it 52 yards or whatever it was, crossing route, Tyron Matthew on the slot receiver, game over. Yeah, and the players, you know, there's a lot of pride on these guys, but at the end of the day, I mean that'll only get you so far and if if it just keeps getting worse and keeps getting worse and there starts to be fractures here and there i mean how long is this defense going to be able to hold up before being like fuck it you know and that that's the problem with fucking dennis allen well, man. well here's the deal is i mean i don't want to get into a game preview here but next week we're playing a team that's going to test the resolve of your defense because they got two guys that can run the ball yep and this is this is, regardless of what our offense is doing, the defense is going to have a different uh, test than what they've had all year. Yeah, Taylor looked good last week. Finally, get a lot of action, and Moss's look good this year too. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward, but the good news is I'm going to be out of town. I'm not even going to watch the game. It's going to be like a little bye week for me. I'm I'm oh. thrilled. So the instant reaction is just going to be a twosome this week, then. I mean, I could try calling oh, that's, in that's, just that's, to, that's, to do that a That would checkup. be a couple of weeks in a row, then. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to bring that <laughs> up. Anyway. Uh, I may call in just to just to pop in, see how y'all see how y'all are Did, doing. Didn't you do that the last time you were at, in Disney and you couldn't really watch the game, but you called in for the instant reaction for a few minutes? Yeah, we, we that won. was when we we, we yeah, beat we the Commanders. That's yeah. what it was. Oh, the yeah, big we, comeback, wasn't it? No, uh, it yeah, that one. No, it was last. No, no, last, it, it was 2021. Yeah, it was yeah. 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you calling in, but you kind of just that was that the was game. the uh, Marcus Callaway miracle hail mary at the end of the first half game. Yeah. Free agent and, uh, Marcus Callaway. The fact I, that I remember that shit scares. Yeah, right. What the, I'm sure the signal's gonna be. That? I'm sure the signal's gonna be bad. I'm not gonna be on long. I'm just gonna, gonna just gonna check in. I think you should. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll be drinking around the world at Epcot, so. Yeah, could you not? Could you not do it on a roller coaster? That'd be even better. Wow. Uh, maybe if I could do it on like the haunted mansion or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've gone off topic there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going off topic. Uh, you know, maybe when, when's our bye week? Is it two weeks? Three weeks? It's after the Atlanta game? No, it's before the Atlanta game, isn't it? It's after the Minnesota right. game. Um, 
you know, that'll be a good week to kind of give a whole state of the saints. Where are we? Where are we going forward? How do we feel? I mean, like I, I put a lot of this on Mickey Loomis too, man. I mean, because we had a team, you know, 17 to 21 or 17 to 20. Great team. I know we lost Drew. Winning record was Sean that year. So it was still a very, very talented team. And then hiring Dennis Allen, it just seems to have gone off the rails. He just makes bad decisions. Jameis got hurt last year, put in Dalton. Then when Jameis was ready, didn't put him back in. Carr gets hurt, sticks with Carr, even though he's probably not ready. Uh, he's never going to put in Jameis. At this point, I would rather no. see Jameis Winston. Then, then, then not far behind. I, I can't believe how mm-hmm. quickly I've turned on Derek Carr from the excitement in the offseason. But now that you actually see him in the games and you're starting to see Raiders fans say, yeah, look, this is kind of what the deal was. He kind of shoved blame on everybody else. And I, I don't know if, if this can be fixed and routed with these players and coaches. If it can, the, the way it can is to have a 10 day break play the Colts, Bears, and Vikings, and then have a two-week break. Yeah. Like, if if there's a chance to fix it, this is this is the chance where you have three quote-unquote Vikings look good last night. But sandwiched between basically a month off on, on, you know, two weeks off on each side of three maybe winnable games. I mean, if, if, if there's a chance to get it going in the right direction, this is this is it, but I'm not saying I'm buying into that at all right now. It's kind of wild. I mean, I'm almost thinking like the only real, real winnable game we have left is fucking Carolina <laughs> and the Steph Curry of uh, the NFL. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, of course, I'll pick us to beat Atlanta, but I mean, I see that was the sad part too. Watching that piece of shit game and watching those two shit teams try to who who wanted to lose I first, shit each other, and and knowing that we that and knowing that we aren't better than those two right now, like that's. But- it's here's, just fucking here's, frustrating. Here's, here's a stat for you. Of the four teams in the NFC South, which team averaged the most points per game on offense? I know, I know. Go on, Jason. Who, which team averaged the which, most points per game on offense? Out of the four NFC South teams, who is Carolina because of that one Andy Dalton game? Nope. Go to, go to guess us. another team. It can't be us. Guess another team. It's not. <laughs> it's the it's Saints. Oh, the Saints yeah. are scoring 19 points, points per, per game. game. Oh, we and are that is the highest the NFC points South per game. scoring per game. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember when we had Drew Brees and Cam Newton and Matt Ryan, and we had like the best QBs QB division in the league? Man, oh god, yep, that's a real thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just it's just mad when you think about it. It's, it's it is crazy. It is absolutely. Crazy. I mean, I guess at this point you just have to laugh because I mean we've already yelled and been pissed and frustrated, and I mean I'm not gonna let this team. I can't let this team make me pissed off all the time. I just can't. Well, they're not going to do it this weekend, are they? Because you're in your happy place. Not for me. So. You're damn right. It's going to be the complete... <laughs> I'm going to have pixie dust all over. I'm going to be flying around. It is going to be... The Saints won't even be on my mind. Oh, it's going to be glorious. Oh, yeah. So, is there anything else we want to talk about? I know the Alave situation happened. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but... Boy, it's crazy that the body cam footage is already out. Boy, that's the first time the Kenner PD has ever released body cam footage, and they did it within 24 hours. Yeah, they haven't posted a video on their Twitter in five years, and then they posted two videos the day he, the day after he got arrested. <laughs> like, and but the thing is, and where that kind of ties in is when you watch the video, like, listen, I get it. Driving 70 and a 35, you can be arrested for it you can also be given a ticket for it. 
Right. Yeah. And like, what, like, you know what, if you're trying, if you got some 19 year old kid being stupid, like, yeah, make, make a, make a point. If you've got somebody that has a bunch of, um, warrants I mean, and is, you know, but like, you just got some dude that's driving too bad. Like I, in the middle of the night, like, I don't know. I'm not sure if, and I'm, I just, I just don't know why you have to arrest that person unless you are, you recognize them as Chris Olave and they're like, ha ha. Well, or, or at least somebody, cause he was driving. So there's that Gabriel subdivision back there in Kenner by the lake. That's where a lot of the athletes live. Right. Cause I'm sure he's driving a nice car. So I'm like, Ooh, you know, who am I going to get this time? You know, some, yep. But yeah, he definitely shouldn't have been arrested. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's no, it, I don't it, think it, there's any danger. He's going to get no, any He's kind not of getting suspension. suspended. He's no, not getting, none of that. No, and, no. Um, I mean, he's also kind of now like, you know, being a little bit of maybe dramatic about it. Of, um, you know, they're they're trying to get me or something like that, and I don't I don't necessarily need all that from him. Um, but uh, uh, don't mess with Kenner or Jefferson Parish cops, man. They will not fuck around. This ain't New Orleans. <laughs> you know, if he got arrested by New Orleans cops. Probably would have been fine. <laughs> They'd have took his picture. I think that. Saints players have run-ins with police officers in New Orleans and Metairie more often than we, we will know. ever know. <laughs> um, um, I've heard multiple stories that don't ever and won't ever make it into any kind of... We, we have a good relationship with the community. <laughs> they know what uh, the Saints bring. Kenner does not give a shit. No, they don't. No. <laughs> Oh man! Well, you know the the season just keeps getting better. I mean, what's what 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 happens next? I mean, <laughs> stuff that's gonna happen. Just, oh, something's gonna happen. All right. So, any uh, any final thoughts? You're damn well, right. I've got. I would imagine you've got. I would imagine you've got one. Man, do, I do you want to go first? Or do you want to go? I told everybody that I wasn't worried about you know the Houston Texans beating the Saints. That we were gonna have. You know, revenge on the entire area of Houston and the Texas Rangers would avenge us. And they have taken down the evil empire <laughs> and uh, sent them packing. And the Rangers are going to the World Series starting on Friday. This is uh, pretty, pretty awesome and exciting. And uh, James and I were talking about it. It's crazy when anything happens in baseball that's a record because baseball has been around. There's a million games a year and it's been around for 100 years. Um, but uh, Adolis Garcia having... 15 RBI in one series, never been done before. And 20 RBI before the World Series has never been done before. Pretty crazy that somebody goes on a hot streak like that. And uh, uh, it's been fun to watch. I'm a Rangers fan, but I think I have been getting a lot of non-Rangers fans reaching out to me going, "That's been, this game's been fun to watch and fuck the Astros. So been uh, in, enjoying that. So There was that. And also, what was the Max Scherzer stat you told me before we were so recording the, as there, well? There, there have been two series in the history of baseball where the um, home team lost all seven games. Um, it's happened twice. It's happened to the Astros both times. And both times in game seven, Max Scherzer was the starting pitcher of the opposing team in, in Houston. So the last time in 2019 World Series, he started for the Nationals in Houston. And then this week uh, in this game seven, Max Scherzer started for the Rangers in Houston. So again, only happened twice. And both times, Max Scherzer is the starting pitcher in game seven. Crazy Crazy stats. Well, I'm uh, I'm definitely pulling for the Phillies because I don't want to see a, the Diamondbacks in the fucking World Series. Like, I just can't. <laughs> like, 
Come on, give give it. We need some star power. We need some star power from the Phillies. The Diamondbacks are the easier route, and I am completely fine with playing. <laughs> of course you team. are. I'm sure you I are. Am okay. If, uh, but I'd love it if the Saints play play the Patriots this year in the uh, Super um, Bowl. Well, <laughs> so it's it's crazy. I heard somebody say like two years ago, both the the Rangers and the Diamondbacks lost 100 games. So crazy. That's yeah. wild. Fucking baseball, man. It's yeah, bonkers and really cool. Of Bruce Bruce Boshi is if he wins a world series here you're going to start having conversations he's he's in that upper echelon oh yeah with of mount Torrey rushmore and whoever else he's yeah seven seven he's he's had um six game sevens he's six and oh in game sevens Jeez. he's um like 11 of 12 in playoff series he's lost one playoff series in his career and um pretty pretty dang cool to see him come out of retirement at yeah. this age and uh take a team that lost the last two years, they lost a total of 196 games, and to take them to the World Series this year is just absolutely insane. I didn't so even realize he was our manager until I saw him in the <laughs> in the LDS. Like, no idea he was back managing. I thought he, yeah, was he took. He's been out for three years and came back. <sighs> wow, uh, James, you got anything? Well, I don't know whether you want to combine with me on this one. Actually, we've talked about American football, we've talked about baseball. We might as well talk about the other game that uh, that is played. So, are you prepared and ready for more sadness and more uh, heartache? Yeah, I think so. Now, the good so the good news, I'm going to be gone for. We leave Friday and come at like eight days. I'm missing four home games. I'm missing the first four home games that we have. Wow. So yeah, which it's just crazy how that worked out. Like, I figured I'd miss, like, two or three, but to miss four, including one of the Warriors trips, that's so on that's Monday. of 10% of the home games you're missing in one week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's wow. not maths. But, yeah, we already had our uh, to be reevaluated in two weeks. We had that before the season oh. even started, so now you know it's Pelican season. Now yeah, you know I couldn't already. believe it when that one popped up on the timeline today. It was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we're but, not going to see him till Christmas. No, but it does <laughs> give Kyra Lewis some opportunity to get some playing time. And see what happens, but obviously it all comes down to just yeah. Zion. Be, just be healthy. Just so you're be... gonna miss the first four games, and then you're gonna take the plunge and go to the fifth game. Yes, and the sixth, and the seventh, and the eighth, and whatever. I, there's actually like a, a road, long, longer road trip when we get back, so I'm not even gonna go to game for like another two or three weeks. I think. I I thought y'all had told me that the the game against the Spurs was on the Saturday before the. the f- um, Lions Friday. game. It's on the Friday. Yeah, I don't, fly, I, don't fly Friday. Friday. I don't fly until Saturday morning because yeah, I was excited about going to that and started organizing yeah. that um, yeah, with Friday. some people. And yeah, we. Oh well, yeah, because yeah, when that's my bad. Unreal. God, that that last preseason game when he played against the um against the uh, Warriors, where he had a ninety second spell where he hit a three, blocked a shot, right. got a steal, dunked the ball. And it just amazes me that he doesn't even have to leave the floor right. to dunk. The, it's just the the Mavericks get to start off their season with Wimbanyama. Oh, that'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Uh, look, those those Zion Wimbanyama matchups are going to be legit. Just fingers crossed that Zion's on the court. I I just want to see those two go up against each other because I think that'd be spectacular. Um, so mm. yeah, so yeah, yeah, that that was my final thought. Anyway, just NBA. I mean, we might we the, might as well do a mini plunge. Yeah, they're they're flying under the radar. Which is good. Nobody's really talking about him, so which is fine. Let's just—I yeah. don't know. Let's—I don't have a lot of faith anymore. I'm just hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, uh, black and green city edition uniforms. I, yeah, whatever. I don't know. It seems like a lot of these city edition uniforms aren't. How great. much did Nick Underhill pay for that to happen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, this black and green really? 
Yeah. It's taking over New okay. Orleans. Okay, so last <laughs> basketball question, Jason. Are we renewing our bet this year, or is this just, uh, I mean. Whatever it, you want to do. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm good with it. I think it's fun. I had, a good, right. had a great time at our dinner. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. We'll do it again. Why not? Do it again. Okay, cool. Do it again. Just got to we'll, finish ahead uh, we'll, the we'll, Yeah, we'll do it. They'll do it for the, uh, you will just talk about opening weekend, I guess. Um, that seems like something a game Whatever. I'll always be at. So, Hope, hopefully yeah. with a new head coach. <laughs> So. And offensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the show we have for you this week. We want to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe um, and down and put on auto download so you can listen wherever you want. And we'll we'll be back this week with our Pick'em show and our Colts preview. So we'll see what will happen this weekend. So in the meantime, say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, okay. Disney donkeys. Mr. Blue is on my shoulder. It is the truth. It's actual. Huh? Why is that bluebird? Mm-hmm. Everything is satisfactory. Wonderful feeling. Wonderful. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.